This is Nurse Scuser News for the week of November 4th, 2019, and I'm your host, Rebecca Hartman-Baker. Today's guest is Brian Friesen. Brian is an application performance specialist in the application performance group at NERSC. Brian, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Rebecca. Happy to be here. So, Brian, today's topic is Luis W. Alvarez and Admiral Grace M. Hopper postdoctoral fellowships. Whew, try to say that in one breath. It's a mouthful, isn't it? It is. So, can you tell me what are these fellowships? The Alvarez Fellowship started in 2002 and has been awarded roughly yearly. So there are about 20 current or former Alvarez Fellows, many of whom have gone on to become career scientists at Berkeley Lab, although others have gone on to become professors at universities, both in the US and abroad, and still others have gone on into industry. Many of the Alvarez Fellows had a strong focus on algorithmic development during their time as, uh, as the fellow here at Berkeley Lab. The Hopper Fellowship, on the other hand, is much newer. It started only in 2015, about four years ago. And Hopper Fellows typically have focused more on HPC in their, in their research, typically in the form of performance engineering, although there's some, con- there's some combination of algorithmic development included in that as well. Okay, so it makes sense then to recruit for both of them because they're kind of related. That's right. And so you'll notice that both fellowships are actually posted in the same job posting at Berkeley Lab. So you apply to a single job posting and in your application you can describe, if you want, why you might prefer to be selected for one of these or the other, depending on your interests and your skills. Okay. All right. So you said we've had about 20 years of Alvarez Fellows. That's right. And less than five years of Hopper Fellows. Okay. And you said Alvarez Fellows have gone on to um, work here at Berkeley Lab. So are there, are there some distinguished Alvarez Fellows who are still here at Berkeley Lab that people might have heard of? Yes, there are several. For example, Roland Thomas was an Alvarez Fellow several years ago, and he is now actually at NERSC. He's a big data architect in the Data Analytics Services Group here at NERSC. And then there are many others who I can't name off the top of my head. Okay. Well, that's great. Well, so this sounds like an exciting opportunity. So how do you apply for these fellowships? So you can go to the Berkeley Lab Careers website, which is jobs.lbl.gov. And you can search for the fellowship there. You can easily search for the word Alvarez or Hopper, and you'll find this posting pretty quickly. And the application itself consists of a few different components. Perhaps the most interesting, or the ones that will require the most work from an applicant, would be a research statement and a publication list and a cover letter. And also, you need to provide three letters of recommendation. Okay. Uh, So, is there a due date for, for these? The application due date is December 6th, which is a few weeks after supercomputing. Ah, okay. So we will be at supercomputing. I think Berkeley Lab has a booth at the jobs fair, which is sometime during that week. I forget which day, or maybe it's several days. And from there, we'll have some kind of flyers or information. I think people from HR are typically at this booth who can provide more information about these fellowships. Okay, so we'll be at the job fair and also we'll be at the DOE booth 
in the sh- on the showroom floor. That's right. At Supercomputing, which is going to be in Denver this year. That's right. Okay, terrific. So, uh, do, do you have any advice for people who might be considering applying for these jobs? My advice is to apply. It's much better to let Berkeley Lab select you or not select you than for you to select or not select yourself. If you don't apply, then there's then there's not much more anyone can do. So if you're interested in the in the job and you think you have the right interests and the right skills, then I would strongly encourage anyone to apply for for either or both of these. Okay. So there are also other postdoc opportunities at NERSC, right? That's right. NERSC has hired NESAP postdocs for several years now. So NESAP is the NERSC Exascale Science Applications Program. This is an Exascale readiness program that NERSC has been running, getting ready for what will be the first Exascale computer at NERSC coming in the next several years. And in fact, NESAP postdocs and the Hopper fellow are historically have been very similar in their duties. They both work on HPC applications. They both spend a large amount of time doing performance engineering or algorithmic development in in various forms. I would say the primary difference between the two is that the Hopper Fellow has a little bit more freedom. And this comes from the requirement that the Hopper Fellow provide, or that the applicant for the Hopper Fellowship provide a research statement. So the Hopper Fellow will propose and then conduct their own research, whereas the NESAP postdoc is typically paired with an application team, which has already sort of broadly determined the scope of work that they'd like for the postdoc to do. But other than that, the, those two roles are, are very similar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, um, I've heard that some really great people go from being a NESAP postdoc to working in a more permanent capacity at NERSC. That's right. Are you thinking about anyone in particular? The one I'm talking to. Oh, that's right. I was a NESAP postdoc once too. That's right. And several others have gone on to become career scientists at NERSC, too. Mm-hmm. So um, how many NESAP postdoc positions do we have? The number is a little bit difficult to define because postdocs come and go. So we don't hire all of them at once. And so some have been here for a couple of years already. Some of them have just started. The target number is somewhere around 15. I think at the moment, as of today, there are about seven, and then there are several more who, who have accepted offers and will be joining NERSC soon. But that number will change again as postdocs who have been here for a while will, will leave and, and find other jobs. Or they may end up at, NER- at NERSC too. It's, it's happened before. Yeah, okay. So if you're a graduate student and you're just two or three years away from graduation or something, we'll still have postdoc positions available. Absolutely. In that time frame. It is, it is very likely, yes. There will be, I imagine there will be a short or perhaps non-existent time when all of the positions are full. The number seems, you know, the, it's a very fluid uh, uh, hiring situation that we're in. Yeah, I, I think last time we had one week where we had all postdoc positions filled. <laughs> well, we'll see what we can do. We'll see if we can get to 15. I think that'd be great. It would. It definitely would. All right, Brian, well, this is all really interesting. Thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thank you, Rebecca, for inviting me.